It's time for the Who Cares Podcast with Jackson and Mark, your one stop for all the stuff you don't care about. And now, your hosts, Jackson Burns and Mark Mullaney. Hey now. See, that was actually good. We should just use that. Yeah? Is that did that sound good or did that I sound good. like a jackass? No, that was good. You okay. sounded like a jackass, but in a good way. <laughs> That's all I can ever hope for good in life, evening. is to sound like a good jackass. Good evening, everybody. My name good is Jackson evening. Burns. This is the Who Cares podcast with Jackson and Mark. We and finally have a name for it. And you are? <laughs> and I'm Mark Mullaney. I uh, see you're the other half of the Jackson and Mark. Yes. Yes, we have a name for it. The first episode we did was kind of a, how you say, um, disjointed and maybe like a demo exploratory type thing. And now we're here ready to rock and or roll. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was yeah because we didn't have a we didn't have a title. We talked a little bit about not having a title, and then the funny thing is, is because as soon as we finished recording that episode, we went driving around and uh, thought of a title before we even got home. So, um, is that right? Is that what we thought of it on the way home? I yeah, think, well, I thought yeah, you called me with it. No, 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 no. Because we were we were driving around, and you were talking about whatever the hell it is you talk about when we drive around, and I was totally ignoring you and thinking about names, and then I just threw it out. I think before we went to get hot dogs and pizza, <laughs> you were thinking about your what you were thinking about what I was telling you. Who cares? Yeah, and they just kind of basically that was worked. where the inspiration came from because you're like sitting me going, blah, 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 and I'm like, who cares? Hey, that's pretty much exactly what we just spent the half hour so, recording. So what's the show going to be about? It's me. It's just the trials and tribulations. Okay, let me let's talk about ourselves because that's what you do on a podcast. Yeah. Well, we got yeah we 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 had suggestion that we didn't do a very good job of kind of explaining who we are and. Wow. <laughs> I just broke every rule of radio that you can. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn that off and pretend that that didn't happen. Uh, no, you're going to have to sit there and stew on it. Who was that? Obviously, it was my fiance. Yeah, and how much trouble are you in right now for hitting the mute button? None. She's in California, so yeah, but she can't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> or she can if she yells really loud. But you... no, let's talk about ourselves for a minute. Let's get, stay on track because we've been I here for like four hours. I don't want to. So my name is Jackson Burns. I'm in radio. I work. Uh, I'm a producer on the Carlson and McKenzie Morning Show at WZLX, and uh, I get made fun of a lot on the radio. Yes. Because of my voice and my um my my lifestyle, I guess you would say. <laughs> I drive a really crappy Volkswagen Beetle, and uh, I'm quite. Eccentric, I guess, if you will. I've been See, radio I, I, I for... don't consider that to be bad. Like, I consider that to be adventurous because, like, every day you leave your house to go into work, it's an adventure of like, will I make it? it really will I is die? Too. Will the car explode? Who knows? It really is too. So I, I've been uh, working in radio for ten years, uh, consistently, believe it or not, and uh, that's what leads me here. And uh, Mark and I have been well, friends actually, for yeah, a long and, time. And, and to take a minute here to plug, I have an I personally have another podcast that I do called the Making Artwork Podcast, and the first guest that I spoke with was the one and only Jackson Burns. So if anybody out there is interested in hearing more detail about his wonderful re- career in radio, uh, hop on over to the Making Artwork Podcast, available wherever you get podcasts today. It's ironic that you're so we heard about me. I'm in radio, and I've been doing it for about ten years, and you're the uh, cartoonist <laughs> slash animator, and uh, you're the one that did the first podcast. But uh, so, so talk about yourself a little bit. What do you? What well, do you do? Okay, so uh, it was revealed to me today that Jackson doesn't actually know what I do. I know that you're an animator and cartoonist, and you draw. <laughs> so I basically have cr- like figured out how to make enough money to pay rent by just being able to draw things and convincing people to pay me to do that. 
Um, but my, you know, I'm, I'm so kind that's of, about as much as I know. That's, and, yeah. So my my question here then is is tell me like what where's your confusion? Ask me exactly I know you work what for, you don't know about. Okay, I I know you work for a marketing company. Uh huh. Like cur- yeah, currently I work for. Uh, a so company. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying your job is something that I don't understand. It's like I know you draw and you're an animator and you do those things on a professional level. Yeah, but, but I've been as working with this d- company for five years. Yeah, but I don't know what you do. What do you do for them? Yeah, I mean you've seen it. And what's a marketing you? I mean, company do? <laughs> well, Why this company. Ta- you're talking as if I I, I... <laughs> give a crap about yes. my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we were friends. I don't know. Um, no, this well, company. No, so tell, explain it to like the Reddit. Po- you know, there's a Reddit thread. Explain <laughs> to me like I'm five. Explain it to me like I'm five and our wonderful listener. All right. Well, let me get my hand puppets. What out. you do? <laughs> so um, this company that I'm working for uh, is located in in. Uh, well, they they were right outside the Who north cares? end specifically. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Stay on track. Right. So they're called Writer Access. And they're what's called a content marketing company. Basically, they provide they they provide a resource for businesses who are looking to develop blog posts and other kind of collateral like that to engage with customers online. Um, and so, with this company, I've been working with them off and on for five years in a freelance capacity. But I just recently started with them full time, so I get benefits now. I can go see the doctor and find out why I'm miserable all the time. Uh, but for them, I animate things. I animate promotional videos. Stuff they tell you stuff. to animate. Yeah, basically whatever they tell me to, to animate, I animate it. Um, you know, I, I've I've luckily been able to convince them to let me do some kind of more cartoonier stuff here and there, so it's a little bit more fun. Um, but ultimately, I mean, I, you know, I, I do I do a ton of stuff because I do that as like a day job, uh, and then I also like freelance for uh, you know independent comic book publishers. I've done editing work. I've done illustration work. I've done. Uh, you know, lettering, coloring for comics. Uh, I do independent freelance uh, animation work. Um, I'm an animation director on a on a um, public access television show for kids called Drawing with Mark. Not me, a different Mark. Oh, hey, and um, and you're an Emmy nominated or I'm winner. Three time Emmy nominated. Did you ever win? No, we never Loser. won. Loser. We never won. Well, as I like to point out to people, the real honor is being nominated, not winning. I have to say that because it keeps the tears back. That's what La La Land said. <laughs> that we was never, a topical joke. We never joke. even got mistakenly like you know announced as a winner. We we just sit there and watch other people. So you're an animator slash cartoonist now, and so I was telling uh, Kevin Carlson this the other day, and he said that we should have let off our show with this the last mm. time because we co- we closed our show with it. And for those people who don't listen to full podcasts. Let's revisit that. So, you're an animator slash cartoonist, and your dad is a uh, big sports fan in general. So, and so, and you're a big, you're a big dude. We're gonna talk about this again. Yes. So, when you were born, and your dad thought that he had the next Teddy Bruschi on his hands, the next you know New England Patriots linebacker, and uh, I want to know what the look on your dad's face was the day that you said, "Dad, I'm I, I'm gonna be an animator. <laughs> I'm gonna draw comic well, books." Well, no. And as I pointed out ad nauseum in the first episode. Um, Doesn't matter. Nobody cares what you did before. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've i always drawn, like, when I was a kid and stuff, like most kids do, but I kind of took to comics and stuff pretty early on. Uh, but the big killer was uh, when I was in grade school, I started doing community theater uh, oh, in, God. In, in the town where Jackson and I both grew up and live is uh, Hyde Park. Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Um, we, uh, so I, I started doing community theater, so... Makes it even worse for a guy who thinks his son's going to be like the next quarterback for the Patriots. It's like, Dad, I'm going to go do the Wizard of Oz, and that was actually the first thing I did on stage was the Wizard of Oz when I was in uh, 
I don't I, I, I was ten or something. I, no, I was at I was at the play where you uh, were in the Willy Walker and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that was that one. I I just played. I, that was like a bit part. I was doing uh, was doing my director like a favor or whatever for that one. But I got to run the spotlight on that afterwards, so I got a little bit behind the scenes so, experience. So that's what uh, that's a little bit about us. And what we do, and how. Uh, so, how how do we get here? We we've been friends for a long time, and I, I've too long. We we've both, uh, you know, kind of developed our careers along with our friendship. We kind of both we became friends when we were like I don't know, eighteen ish. Well, yeah, because we knew each other. We went to high school, well, middle school together, uh, and you hated me. Yeah, you because were I was annoying. loud. Uh, and you were usually stoned and trying to sleep. <laughs> no, I was not a stoned. And... I, was, I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Wow, I didn't. Discover. <laughs> oh, wow, that word just escaped me. I didn't discover the magic of weed until in my 20s. <laughs> and then but you so, begin to just lose the remembrance yeah. of words. And so throughout you know, my radio career, I've been bouncing all my ideas off you and whatnot. And in my music career, too, I was in a band, and you helped me a lot with that. And I, I, I always thought that you were a great person to bounce stuff off of and to get ideas from, and... So why not do a podcast together? Well, it was always tricky for me in that vein because, uh, you know, you and and the rest of the people that we kind of, the circles we moved in, you were all like music guys, like, you know, bands and stuff like that. And I've never been so musically inclined, though I do feel I have a very gorgeous singing voice. Um, I've always been sort of, you know, a visual artist, and I've, I've never had a big circle of friends. I mean, I do now since I've, you know, started working and gone to school and stuff, but when I was a kid, I didn't have that. I've always been very envious of people. Keep up close to the mic. Yeah. Well, I, I start to sound like a robot. Move it know. back. Move it close to your mouth. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. Okay, whatever. Inside stuff here. Cut Cut this out. No. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I've always been envious of people who, who grew up with a, a group of friends that shared the same creative passions that they did. And I unfortunately never really had that because I was hanging out with musicians. Yeah. People so, don't usually get together in cartoon gym. Yeah, they do <laughs> actually. And that's exactly what it's called. But, is it really? <laughs> yeah, they, they are drawing jams. They do, like, you know, drink and draws. There's all kinds of things. You've been to the drink and draws drink and I used draw. to throw. I, I've heard that, but I've never heard a cartoon <clears throat> jam. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I, I've met a lot of people that, that have had that, you know, where they, they, you know, comic books, and they were people who did comics, and they come together and share their ideas and stuff and work on projects together. But I never had that. I was hanging out with musicians. So I had to adapt, and I wasn't very good at it. So I was basically just a sounding board for people like Jackson to throw stuff at. And then it was in recent years that... Uh, I started to become interested. I mean, I've always kind of had a thing for, like, radio DJs. I've always found it to be a, a very interesting, uh, you know, as, as as you've even said, like a really kind of cool career choice. You're it's sitting to come in a to room work every day. <laughs> just talking about stuff. But then I've always kind of been like like John Carpenter's The Fog with, um, what's her face? God. Uh, anyway, good, good radio. Not remembering people's names. <laughs> it's okay. It happens all the time. <laughs> Um, Adrian Barbeau, there you go, cut up to that point. So in John Carpenter's The Fog, where Adrian Barbeau is playing the, the radio DJ at the on, top of yeah, the lighthouse. at the top of the hill in the, uh, and, yeah. You know, so she's sort of, like, the idea that, like, she's on air, so she's connected to everybody, but totally isolated. There's something very kind of cool about that concept, when was, so. When I was down the Cape, it was like that. Yeah. I used to do radio down the Cape, and it was at, it was an old house that they tra- uh, transformed into a radio studio. It was at the long, at the end of a long, dark road in the middle of the woods. I was scared, man. It was a scary place to work at night. Yeah. Yeah, especially working at night because there's nobody, you know, you're you're usually like the only guy. In fact, like right now, I think the guy in the booth next to us would be all by himself if not for the two of us sitting yep. here doing our ridiculous little thing here. So yeah. 
that that idea, particularly at night, of being totally isolated but completely connected to everybody in your area is just really kind of cool. So that's always been a thing that's been attractive to me about radio stuff, and I always kind of wanted to get into it. And then podcasting became a thing that society did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like such a loser for podcasting, especially since I've reached the promised land and I'm on the radio every morning. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's a shifting, it's a shifting uh, uh, you know, landscape. Because Howard Stern says podcasts are, <laughs> podcasters are losers. Well, but, but because because anybody can do it. But that's the thing about the internet is the internet is this sort of like, it's this melting pot where anybody has the opportunity to go on and do Anything they want to. You can make a movie. You can make a comic. You can make your radio show and put it online, and it you and nobody can stop you from doing it. But the the people that get an audience are so going to like <clears throat> people who can get an audience doing that are the people who are going to rise to the top. So hold on. All right, let's take a pause for a second. We're going to do a five second master radio class right now. Uh, <laughs> move back like like a little bit where you were. Okay. Now talk. Count okay. to five. One. Faster. Four. This is radio. <laughs> One, Faster. two, three, four, five. Okay, now get up close to the mic like I told you to do again. Okay. Like like How much better does that sound even in your headphones? Yeah, it sounds fine. I'm just I gesture a lot. I can't help it. I'm yeah, Italian. So, I'm trying not to hit the mic. It's one of the things that uh, when I when I listen to a, one of these podcasts, I <laughs> I cannot get past the unprofessionalism of a shitty sounding show. <laughs> It really, really messes with me. And you see how much better it sounds right when you're up. You know, you can. it's audio evidence right here, people. Well, I'm like right now watching Jackson across from me. He's like hanging on his microphone like he just slam dunked into it. And he looks like he's about to yeah. start making out with you it. You treat it like it's your it's your, it's your instrument. This well, is... I know, but I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm gesturing wildly with my hands because I'm all animated speaking because I'm, you know, talking about things that I'm passionate about. Because you're an animator. Yeah, and I feel like I'm going to hit the mic and then I'm going to yell that for hitting the mic. So. Well, you will. And the last time I was here, mic. I broke the soundboard, so I don't want to break the microphones, too. All right. <laughs> so uh, what's going on in your life? Oh, God. You want to talk about what's going on in my life? It uh, has been a mere two weeks since the last time we sat down in this room Can to we, do one of wait, these. Are we allowed to talk about who got married before your dad did and who he got married to? What what are you what are you talking about? Uh Amory's dad. Oh yeah, no, we can yeah. Okay, let's start with that, because that's funny. So your fiance <laughs> well, no, I think Marie. We should jump back. So all right, we we could jump back and in the in 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 the I vein... just want I just want to use that as a as a setup to just how odd and how uh, dysfunctional your family is. <laughs> well, no, then we have to jump back a couple of years before that because there's this there's this trend now, and I feel like Jackson, you and I might be going a little bit too highbrow with our wedding plans uh, in terms of like sending out. Oh invitations yeah, yeah, to your people. brother. Uh, so a couple of years ago, 2013, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, very interesting time for me. It was the last. It was the first time in a while I got the flu, and the last time I've had it since it was hit me really bad. For a week, I was out. I was like fever, hallucinations. Didn't know what was up from down. Didn't know what was going on. Totally blank on life. Just lying in bed, shivering and fevery. And at some point in that hazy, dreamlike state, my brother texted me and said, "Hey." Getting married next week at Town Hall in Stoughton, if you can make it. <laughs> Love to have you there. Uh, what? 
that weekend I come out of the fog and I'm talking to my fiance who was my girlfriend at the time and she I'm like I think my brother invited me to a wedding or I was delusional and I looked at my phone and and very well, that was back when I had the old uh Kisera Royale the little oh yeah like the, you know little phone. not a not even a, like not even like a dumb phone not it was even just, a flip phone it was like a calculator that could make calls but anyway so my brother invited me to his wedding by saying hey it's next week if you can make it Fast forward to this year, a couple months ago, my fiance's father, my future father-in-law, he ends up getting remarried. Kind of the same deal. We get a text from him. Hey, getting married on Friday. If you could make it, love to have you there. And uh, what about his wife? But, well, she's Chinese. And doesn't speak a lick of English, right? She doesn't speak any English. <laughs> well, she speaks, like, I mean, she understands a couple of things. But, I mean, that, that that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. They figured out a way to communicate. Blue-collar guy from Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> they figured out a way to communicate, even though they don't. And he lives in Weymouth now. So, oh. I mean, I think he's from Quincy originally. I mean, he did live in Quincy for a while. Anyway, Who whatever. cares? Who cares? That's love the theme that. here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's basically the way to shut down, and it's advertising every time you say it. Yes. So, then, fast forward a couple of weeks. <clears throat> the Sunday, actually, it was the very day after we were last in this recording studio. Yep. So I this get is a like call two weeks after the Super Bowl. I get a call from my dad. <clears throat> hey. Hi, disappointment. Get married on Friday. If you could make it, love to have you there. <laughs> what? What is this? And so I say to my fiance, I'm like, why are we worrying about sending out invitations? She's worried about how much invitations are going to cost. I'm like, nobody's apparently doing that anymore. Let's just text people, get married next week, hope to see you there. So your dad got married on a shotgun wedding. So my dad gets remarried, and in in the span of the same week, my mother moves in with this guy she's been dating from Florida. She, now, she went down to Florida, pick up her new boyfriend, and move him into your old house. Yes. Now, I want to specify, because they may be listening, that these two people that my parents have chosen to be with, they are lovely, wonderful people, and I support the relationships 100%. Oh, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, 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 it's great that my parents are seeing people. I feel that it's very important. But from my standpoint, to have all of this happen <laughs> in the span of one week... Hi, it's Jeff. a little. Somebody just walked by. <laughs> it's a lot to try to wrap your head around. <laughs> I think he's going to poop. <laughs> I only say that because that's just, he works downstairs, <laughs> and that's there's a single bathroom up here, and there's not there's a you know a double bathroom downstairs. So I think he came upstairs for privacy. <laughs> But that's just me. And, well, what? You're gonna be, and Jeff, I know you're a radio dude, so you're probably going to listen to this, so you're going to be very shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson, you're assuming that anybody you work with gives a crap about what you do with your life. Yeah, no, that's, that's probably true. <clears throat> the only thing they care about is that you do your job and they don't have to deal with fallout from it. Being in, being in radio is so much easier than being in a band, because when I was in a band, I would have to invite people to the Facebook page, and nobody gives a shit about your band on Facebook, at least, nope. they, at least back in the day. But now that, you know, uh, I'm Jackson from WZLX and I'm inviting people to like my, our, our uh, Who Cares podcast page and people are actually liking it. I don't know if they're listening, but they're liking it. No, so we're not getting, start. okay, as the guy who pays attention to the numbers, I can assure you that we are not getting the number of plays as we are getting the number of likes. Okay. Well, we're going to have to change that. And then that's why this episode is more professional. Hopefully. <laughs> or, well, or, let's see. I was just in the middle of like pouring out my soul about oh, yeah. my life oh, yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And you decided to interrupt to talk about how the dude you work with might be pooping up here for okay, privacy. Continue the story. So, this, <laughs> uh, your mother. It's not even like a story at this point. It's me just trying to share emotions and you talking about poop. <laughs> so, your dad. I guess there's uh, a similarity there. 
Now, do you think, because your mother has been glowing on Facebook about this new boyfriend of hers for a while. Do you think No, and that- that's the thing. It's, it's, it's wonderful because they're both ecstatically happy and they deserve to be. And the people they're with are lovely people and, and I think everything's good all around. It's just a lot for a guy to wrap. But do you his think around. so? That that we because your parents are people just like us, and they're not just like cyborgs who had sex and had you. So and, and, they're trying and, to think of it like that, though. Well, I know, but actually, it, I don't want to think about it like that. Ugh. So, um, what I was gonna say was, do you think that because your do you think that your dad's wedding coincided very closely with your dad, your mom's boyfriend moving in? Do you think he saw that and it was like? Oh man, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta up the ante. What up? She's, they're moving in together. Let's get married, babe. I think at this point in their lives that my parents are are have have separated themselves enough that they don't really care what each other are doing. Um, But (laughs) I would hate to think of what would happen if they got into an arms race. (laughs) It's like it's like a a divorce cold war. It's just doing things to piss each other off, just like, you know, and, and this one she'll not notice for another 10 years, but it'll be funny when she well, does. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I know that they're not trying to compete with each other, because a couple at the beginning of this year of 2016, uh, my mother started raising bees. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now if they were competing, then like a week after that, my dad would have an ant farm. He would have lions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to raise big African cats, honey. <laughs> So that's that's how I know that's not happening. Okay, next topic. <laughs> See, I like that we can edit this because we don't necessarily have to worry if we lose. I'm not steam, editing a thing. This but, is gonna be. Oh a, no, you have to edit it. You can't just let us sit. <laughs> Did you just stop in the mid mid sentence? Like this. Are we gonna end it like that? No. Okay. What's the to- <laughs> next topic? We should have one of those sounds like Batman. You know. You could do that. No, we talked about doing that. Ah, and I have to go and look. I still kind of like the idea of it. Is is having little like segments, little breakup things? Because you were saying to do that, but to get clips of people from movies saying, "Who cares?" Like maybe oh. like a little bit of music. You know, have you heard the song "So What" by Metallica? Not "So What." Uh, so yeah, it's "So What" by Metallica. Yes. Yeah. But I believe there's also a song called Who Cares by Huey Lewis in the News. Yeah, but Huey Lewis and News suck. Uh, they don't. <laughs> well, no, that's true. They don't They're suck, awesome. but Metallica is much better. Well, no. yeah, who cares? But... Who cares what you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why Jackson wasn't the singer on, <laughs> in his band. He was the bass player where they could drown him out. Oh, here's an interesting topic. <laughs> so before, before, when we were sitting here... I just tried to move your mic a little bit lower. Thanks, honey. I appreciate it. Um, so when we were preparing for this... Point it down towards your mouth. Yeah, I'll point you down towards my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be your show welcome that, clip from that, now on. That, that didn't just happen. <laughs> I'll point you down towards my mouth. It is. God. This mouth has been <laughs> taking a pounding over the years. Jeez. All right. Um... Yeah, so, all right, so we're sitting here trying to plan this thing out, trying to figure out what we're <laughs> going to talk about today, and Jackson's flipping through Facebook, and he goes, oh, Don Knotts died, and he's <laughs> yeah. so emotional about it, and it caught me, I'm like, 
Oh no! Don't tell me because like all the people dying recently, I'm like, oh, don't tell me. Don- you look like I killed minute. your puppy when I and said then, it. Well, yeah, because Don Knotts is great. I was upset too because I was just talking about him on the air earlier this and week. And I was, and I, I got all worked up about it, and I then I stopped fact. myself because I'm like, wait a minute, I felt like this before, <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, Don Knotts. So the big news today: Don Knotts has been dead for about ten years now. <laughs> Twelve years actually. <laughs> he died in 2006. Yeah. So. Hey, you want to hear a fun fact? No, but tell me anyway. This is the second time this has come up this week. I am the owner of the cradle that Don Knotts slept in as a baby. So Don Knotts' baby cradle is in my basement. Really? Yes. Like, like. all right, let's pretend this is... Uh, there, there's no paperwork. Yeah, but, well, let's, let's pretend this is Antiques Roadshow. Prove it to me. I tried to do that to the Antiques Roadshow fellow who came on the show this week, and he said that it needs paperwork or uh, it's not proven. So how do you know it's Don Knotts' Because my grandmother was friends with... Don Knotts's... Don Knotts is, whoa, hi, Andy. I love Don Knotts. He's so funny. <laughs> and, oh, my God, his character in Three's Company is one of the best you characters of all time. You got to in the butt, Andy. God damn, he's so funny in Three's <laughs> Company. And so my, I think it was my grandmother. She was friends with Don Knotts' nanny somehow, and somehow she ended up with his cradle as a child. And well, I, we, okay. That's you one of those need things to, I knew as a kid, too. You need to, you could possibly prove this. By at least being able to draw a, like a genealogy from Don Knotts, the people who would have access to his crib, and your family. No, but his being nanny. in the same place. No, but like, okay, but his her, like people who would have access yeah. to his crib. So his uh, nanny, like, Jeff's done pooping. He's, <laughs> he looks really, really. Uh, do we want to do we want to call him in here and, nope. and interview him about it? See nope. how it hopefully worked he's out? surprised about this. Hopefully he listens. <laughs> Man, I swear to God, to. he looked like he just he, he looks like he can build a house now. <laughs> There was a load off his back, so to speak. <laughs> so yeah, and I, my grandma's dead, so she can't corroborate no, it. No, no, no. But 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 you can look at like, okay, did is there any way to figure out if your grandmother and Don Knotts's nanny were Cross ever cats. possibly <laughs> in the same place at the same time? It shouldn't be that hard to figure it out. I, I should ask my dad about it and figure and see if he knows. Well, anything. use the internet, like see if you can figure out who his nanny was online. And then kind of figure out maybe where she might have lived. Because I'd imagine like somebody who is the nanny for Don Knotts would have some kind of like historical presence See, online. But, all right, so Don Knotts was really old, right? 81, was it? Or 91? So, sure. And I guess that's about what my grandmother would have been. So I don't know why, how she, because it seems like the timelines wouldn't match up. I guess because my grandmother was like 70-something when she died, and she died in like 2000. Well, now, 2000. The, the, the important question is, is why was this crib gifted to Don't your know. grandmother? Don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, so what's on the list? Because I don't know if anybody cares about that. Who uh, cares? No one. Well, actually, all right, so I wanted to give you, because this is something we never really got a chance to talk about in person, and we didn't do it before the show for some reason, but uh, as was stated... Uh, I am a visual designer as main job, uh, ma- as main job. Um, <laughs> as main job, I draw on paper. As main job, I am visual designer, and I make. So I made all the branding for this thing, for this, for this the podcast. Artwork, yes, all the artwork, the logo, all that fun stuff. That was all my decisions, copywriting, all that stuff. You copywritten? So, wrote it? No, the the copy. Oh, for, like when I say, because I come from the marketing world. So when I say copy, <laughs> I mean like I come from the radio world. That like when be, you, I like when you that. tweeted the other day. <laughs> the Who Cares podcast with Jackson and Mark from the Who Cares podcast with Jackson and oh, Mark. Yeah. Like that was your tweet with no, the well, link no. in it. Well, I tweet. I I hit the tweet button on on the link on the SoundCloud, and that's how it came up. Yeah, so that's why you're not allowed to write copy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> 
But when I say copy, I mean this like the, first the words. I, I've been kicked off social media for the station, too. <laughs> that is a story that perhaps we'll get into uh, later on or next time. Ooh, that is a big market tease right there. Tease, people. <laughs> you hear that, Kevin Carlson? I yeah, did a tease. I'm trying to get people to stick around. Nobody cares. Actually, it's pretty funny that I got kicked out of the kicked off the WZLX Twitter page. I'm not allowed to run it anymore. Yeah, like were you like were you just one of the admins or were you like all right, the so, admin? All right, I will let's get tell it, it right let's, now. Let's get into it. Cut, so, cut the part about it being a promo and let's just get into yeah. it. All right. So, um, my job is uh, I'm <clears> the associate producer slash phone screener of Carlson and McKenzie on WZLX, and um, the other producer, the executive producer, is Mike Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> said with only a modicum of bitterness. Well, yeah, and so um, a modicum is a very small amount. In this meeting that we have, a, we have a promo meeting, and the uh, social media guy um, made the point to say that we're not doing enough social media stuff. And Mike was in charge of that. He was in charge. Of, so they were like, "All right, let's get Jackson on it to do some stuff." So uh, I got access to the WZLX Twitter and all, you know. And so uh, during the show one morning, somebody uh, called in and said, uh, asked if Heather has a nice padunkadunk. Literally said it like that, and, you know, uh, they talked about it on the air and uh, moved on. And so I tweeted from the WZLX Twitter, whatever, and said, I said, uh, I, I sit behind Heather every morning, and I can see her through the window, and for the record, she does have a nice <laughs> padunkadunk. <laughs> oh, my God. It was I, It was like I heard elephants running outside my office there. Mike there. Very good. <laughs> that was fucking excellent. <laughs> Mike Mayer comes running in and like, what the fuck are you doing? I just erased that tweet you put out. You can't be doing that shit. I'm like, what? And then so, okay, so that happens and we move on because I didn't think it was a big deal. And then I'm pooping. Now, wait a minute. Who actually got mad about that? Was Mike it- Ma- no, just Mike Mayer, the executive producer. Nobody else gave a right. shit. But it, when, when, when it was brought to everybody else's attention, nobody, gave nobody a shit. cared. Well, Miss Heather, did she care? No, As the all. real victim in this story. Yeah, no, not at all. And so I, I, anyway, so I'm pooping after the show and I hear my name said in the hallway and it's Mike talking to the, our social media guy saying that I should be banned from the Twitter again. <laughs> and I didn't know this. This is three hours after the occurrence. And, uh, so I come on, I'm like, what? I just hear my name and, uh, and they explain, and Mike explains, yeah, I want you to take it off the Twitter because of this. And Tim, who's in charge of the social media, but really not, you know, it's not necessarily his decision. I said, what do you think, Tim? And he says, uh, whatever you say. And so I say, nope, I, I'm not taking this. I'm t- I'm uh, I'm going to the big boss. And I said, I'll take this to the big boss and see what he thinks. I will take this to the Supreme Court. I mean, it's and, your own personal immigration travel ban. And you know, Mike Mayer, he, he was just spouting off. You know, it's the optics of it. And, you know, if it doesn't it doesn't look right, if you know, that if the co- the company is tweeting about Heather's ass, blah blah blah. Whatever, we're a fucking rock station. It's not. The, well, then it, you you guys just talked about yeah. it on the air. I mean, there is there is a recorded historical. Yeah. Session. So that's just that's just a, a little of the bullshit that I gotta put up with here every day. But it's I love it. So I, like I said, it's, I love it more than anything. But it, I hate company men like that, or or just people who like if, if nobody pointed it out, then it wouldn't have been a big deal anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he said it's the optics of it, you know, of somebody and. And so I said this, and he got real pissed off. I said, well, optics, some of the tweets that you put out look like as if they were written by a five-year-old. The fucking grammar, and I know, shut up, I know, but still. <laughs> What'd you say about my grandma? I guess it's me, you know, calling the pot, calling the kettle black. Well, ultimately, anyway. you, you, your, 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 your tweeter uh, rights were revoked, so I'm assuming the big boss agreed. 
No, 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 no. not at all. The big boss didn't give a shit because he's the vice president of sports programming for CBS Radio. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about two producers in the morning show and <laughs> having a fucking bite, you know, battle over Twitter. He doesn't. It, it, it's Mike's the executive producer of the show, so it's really technically pretty much his decision. If somebody disagrees with it, with one of the guys disagree with it, they'll say it, and it, 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 it'll go their way. But it, it's not that big of a deal to be, you know. I, I I took it. I only took it personally, and I think it is a personal thing because that motherfucker hates me. But, <laughs> so, but that's that. Well, I mean, I mean, like like I said, you know, I can understand in one sense where it's like you know. You know, in these politically correct times. But yeah, well, but, that, but just like you know, you know, not not harassing somebody in in the workplace. But you're talking about something that was based on an entire segment of a radio show yeah. that was discussed on the air. I mean, what what was the discussion like when they were no, talking not, about it? Was, it? You know, does, hey, does Heather have a nice spinocinoc? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and yeah, and she has nice boobies too. Blah blah blah. Bullshit, okay, see, bullshit. so they like, they raised the bar even beyond that even, initial question. You know, I don't know. That's just uh, I'm not sure if that's something they actually said, but it's stuff that happens. You know, you're really not doing a very good job. No, I'm proving saying your case here. I'm saying I'm saying that that's stuff that happens often, and you know, her vagina was mentioned. I'm gonna stop talking about this. I don't <laughs> This is funny. So on my Twitter, you know the who to follow column on the right side? Yeah. The only three people there. Hillary Clinton, Vice President Pence, and Sean Spicer. <laughs> That's like, one of these doesn't belong. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. One of these things just doesn't belong. Maybe on that note, we'll end the show. So, uh... Much like Mark Marin, I just sit around and play guitar, and the stuff that I play on guitar and whatnot is going to be the music for this show. So that has no names and no direction, and you know some some sounds good, some sounds bad, but that's the that's the uh, that's what we got. That's only thing we can afford. Yeah. So listen to this ditty.